You're listening to Knowing Faith, a podcast of Training the Church. This is Kyle Worley, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jen Wilkin and JT English. And on today's episode, we're also joined by our better halves. Today, Macy English, Jeff Wilkin, Lauren Worley. Join the Knowing Faith crew to talk about living with a theologian. We have a lot of fun talking. Listen, a lot of you have started using the hashtag Knowing Faith Podcast, and we love that. It's just a way for us to get to interact with those who are listening in the audience here. And so if you want to kind of follow along with the discussion or participate with other listeners, you can jump on Twitter or Instagram and use the hashtag Knowing Faith Podcast to jump into the discussion that's happening off air. All right, we want to welcome Jeff, Macy, and Lauren. Welcome to Knowing Faith, guys. Thank you. Good to be here. Or guy and gals. You guys call guy, do y'all use guys or y'all in the, like... Where are you from? Colorado, guys, Texas, y'all. Yeah, but we are from Colorado, and we've since started using y'all. Yeah, I know. We've been here long enough. I'm from Texas, and I never say y'all. Really? Yeah. What's your your plural for you? Guys. Mm. I probably say guys. (gasps) Jen, I just wanted to know how you say it. The mountains are calling. Colorado. Here we go. (laughs) Is that all it takes to enter in? The Colorado. That's the password. A little bit. That's more the than password that. at yeah. the state line. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to just show up and be like, "I'm here for the weed, you guys." <laughs> oh my gosh. And they're like, "They're like, come on in. Welcome what to Colorado." Happened to Kyle. <laughs> we don't take your money. No, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm pretending as a oh, okay. Any, any pretending. listeners yeah. from Colorado, we apologize. Yeah, for I Kyle. mean, we know that there's good things happening in Colorado. That's what JT says. It's God's country. Why? Basically. I mean, that's where all Texans go on vacation. I've never been to Colorado yeah, on vacation. All is a sweet. Are you a new, are you the New Mexico person? You go west. <laughs> new Mexico. No. no. California. Where no. do you go? It's California. That's definitely oh, west. Yeah, that's west. If, if I'm going, oh, yeah. if I'm going to New Mexico, it's like why stop here? I'm go- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I made it. I made it all the way here. Like the settlers that were coming across and settled in, Mexi- in New Mexico, you know. That when they heard letters back from California, they were like, oh, we made a man. We just should have kept going. I mean, we, we would have lost another 20 or 30 folks in the band, but we should have kept going. Okay, well, uh, we've now offended New Mexico, Colorado. Who else? Can, what other states can we hit? Oklahoma. I am not about Oklahoma. But is there anybody there? Well, I mean, supposedly. Okay. I've been there a couple of times, and both times I've been like, not romanced by this. No. But I'm sure there's beautiful things out there. Where's the least romantic place you've gone, JT? Ooh, that is a good question. Probably Nebraska. Mm, okay, now we're hitting them all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? what's the goal of this conversation? Well, just to totally alienate yeah. uh, <laughs> listeners. five of our okay. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, um, we are so glad to have our better halves join us today. Uh, Jeff Wilkins in the room. Jeff, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so I'm... Um, Almost 50. I'm old. <laughs> I like to, uh, I'm involved in children's ministry. That's so awesome. that's kind of where my passion is. Yeah. Um, so I lead worship and I teach there. Okay. Um, I'm in the training program yes. for two years. Yeah. Learning theological goodness. Yeah. So that's all good. I love that. Actually, all We've three, all done the training All program. of you have been in the training Bye. program. Yeah. That's what crazy. year did you do it, it, Lauren? Well, I had to quit halfway because we decided to plant a church. So. <laughs> well, you know, quitter. I, priorities. Half quitter. <laughs> One yeah. thing that our listeners need to know about Jeff is he is a celebrity oh, in yeah. Little Village. Kids Village. Kids Village, that's what I meant. I mean, you are like 
as well known as any of the lead pastors at the Village Church in Kids Probably better. Probably better. <laughs> like Pastor Matt, and they're like, who's that? <laughs> but Mr. Jeff, I mean, it is mm. the yeah. currency around there. Yeah. What's the guy who played guitar for the kids the, the, uh, way back in the day? Like, he was really famous. You watched him. He sang the kids' songs. Rafi? Rafi. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Johnny Karate. Oh, wow, that's, <laughs> yes. yeah, that's a better reference. Are you the Johnny Karate? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have Kids Village. My songs are a little different, but <laughs> just as fun. <laughs> That's for the best. That's for the best. Macy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. I am married to JT, and I... Oh, gosh. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, is that how we're going to... on a high note, yeah, guys. Not yeah. Um, I'm a marketing consultant by day, a mm. mom 24-7 <laughs> to two awesome kids, mm-hmm. Thomas and Bailey. Yeah. I was bragging on your son's hair this morning. It's it's like, great. It's golly. great. He's got great hair. And I noticed he got it now. that from me. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm an extrovert. Like mm. we did as, a personality test for me. As extra as they back. come. Yeah. And, and the the personality test, rather than giving you like uh, kind of like a generic name, it gives you like a a fun name. Yeah. Okay. And Macy's personality. <laughs> Is called party in a box. If you can keep them in a box, let's go, oh baby. Oh my gosh, let's go. That is what it's like That's to live amazing. with Macy. Party all the time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. All right, and uh, Lauren, my sweet wife. How's <laughs> uh-huh. it going, man? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, married to you, Kyle. Uh, we have one little girl. She's amazing, Lydia, and stay home with her. Used to be a teacher, help lead worship at. Uh, our church. You so. too. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, you have been. Yeah, yeah. All of you have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Macy hasn't been. I have you not. Know. We need and to get that. on Personally, the I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's I'm what just, it's about. You know, you don't have your hands full or anything. So, well, you know, I have a lot of free time. So this Sunday, no, <laughs> nope. I'll be in Kava. This <laughs> <You'll>, Sunday. <okay. laughs> that uh-huh. will be just as good as Mosaic. There you go. <laughs> Um, hey, well, uh, I would love for us to just kind of uh, set the table. Uh, we wanted to bring on our spouses and talk through just some fun things together. Uh, and one of the things that's been really cool uh, for Jen and JT and I, as our friendship has grown, is getting to know each other's families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just been a sweet part of our friendship uh, and getting to work together. And then uh, all of us have been shaped or... Uh, <laughs> Yes, certainly shaped by our spouses. Yeah. And so we just thought, like, we got to do this. Um, and so my first question uh, for, for you guys, for the guests, uh, what's it like living with a theologian? Well, I think Macy and I both had the same uh, answer. It's like, I don't know, Kyle, what is it like living with a <laughs> That's theologian? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Aren't like, we all theologians? <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. That's the right answer. And if we didn't start off that way, we the listeners yeah. would have been like, wow, these We've people are it. the <laughs> most arrogant people. <laughs> like, wow, this is so weird that they did this. Yeah. We are all theologians, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the right answer. That's the right answer. And so uh, when when we think about theological work together or how these things come up in your home, I think that sometimes people like assume, I think uh, particularly uh, as I'll talk to folks, they're like, I guess you're just always talking about this stuff, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Right? Not, but, not in your house? No. But you uh, for you guys? Time. Okay. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Macy, you are just like JT. You, you come out swinging. Well, you know. Yeah, you guys are. Why hold back? No, it's there's more no, fun. There's no doubt. Um, so, but how do theological matters come up at home? And like, what do you do? How do you work through them when they show up? Like, what's just a natural way that they show up? And then, how do you talk about them? Well, I would say, like, we're doing 
we're studying our own things. So I'm in the training program, Jen's prepping for Bible studies. And so just conversations come up in the crossover there. Oh, oh, I just learned this new thing. Or have you ever thought about this way? Um, Or, you know, Jen will bring up a, a passage from from a Bible study and say, okay, how does this sound? You know, this is what I'm thinking of talking about. And so things just kind of bounce off. And and I feel like that's kind of been our whole marriage. It's yeah. like whatever, you know, I, oh, I hear a podcast or listen to something on the radio. Yeah. Back when I had cassette tapes going into the yeah. car on my so commute. I had the cassette ministry because we really? old. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what do yeah. you mean cassette ministry? Oh, Kyle, you're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> no, like R.C. Sproul, yeah. you yeah. Would, he would send you like a monthly cassette. cassette. And I had libraries of cassettes from just these wow. sermons or talks. And yeah. you just, that That's was crazy. the early podcast. That's when you knew like a millennial would never do that because it would have to involve mailing stuff. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, I just can't profit from the ministry of R.C. Sproul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is like, too, this is too hard. They'd just be like, it's too hard. Well, I gotta go to they, like a- they can't imagine not being able to download something. It, well, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, so that, like, so things just kind of pop up in what you're studying. Do, do, all, do, uh, do all of us kind of study on our own and then bring it together? Because I know some people, like, try to, like, study the same thing together. But, like, when Lauren and I have tried to do that, we, like, it's better if we kind of study something on our own and then come together and, like, share, just like that. Is that kind of the dynamic or do you guys do a lot of shared studies? Um, Yeah, I think early in our relationship when we were in college, JT and I were dating, and um, we would go through books of the Bible together because he was trying to learn, you know, truths of the Christian faith. It was very sweet, right? Well, it's important to remember, like, we have very different backgrounds. I was a brand new Christian. And she had been walking with the Lord for over a decade. Family was in ministry. And so I felt this huge responsibility of, oh, my goodness, this woman is one of the most godly people, Jesus-loving, Bible-knowing people I've ever known. I've got to read my Bible. I had never read my Bible. And so she was so charitable. In those early conversations, I was like, we should study a book of the Bible together. And we and what, up, what did we start with, Ben? We started, I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> we just, we just, we just picked a book of the New Testament. Testament. Hebrew. Yeah. Yeah. Romans. It's Hebrews. Better. We picked Hebrews. Which shows how <laughs> ignorant it actually was of how to select a Bible study. And we just started. And I was like, well, let's just learn together. Yeah, for it. Yeah. But I mean, if you've been in any, of our, in any of our environments in the Institute, like the training program or classes, whenever I get to teach and talk about me, she has taught me more about God than any uh, class I've ever been in mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, lecture I've listened to because it's a good reminder that theology is embodied, right? Yeah. It's not just something that we we have in our minds and say it is that, but it's also something that kind of infiltrates every single part of our bones. And so for our early uh, marriage, it was me watching a Christian live out theology mm-hmm. as I was trying to figure out what in the world do we believe. Yeah. And I would say the other thing for the listeners who have a spouse who is pursuing professional <clears throat> theological education mm-hmm. or training or in the pastorate or something like that. Um, <clears throat> the best question that I uh, asked, J- asked JT when we were in seminary um, was every day you came home, I said, um, what did you learn about our faith today? Mm-hmm. And that started a conversation because I was like, if he can't translate what he's learning at such a high level or what is a complex thought, if you can't kind of reduce it down to something where you can actually have just an everyday conversation with somebody, um, that's going to be really difficult. And I think that You're laid the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smirking at JT. No. Yeah. Well, like, but I think that laid the, a good foundation for sure. to actually having conversations yeah. of like, we're just going to start in this awkward space of how do we have these conversations if we haven't had them anywhere else? And there's probably a lot of listeners thinking about that. Like, I'm learning all of these things. 
how can I naturally talk about these with people? Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say you just have to start and start weaving it into your conversation. But usually we study different things. I'm going through the training program for the first time and it's like blowing my mind. And I tell my cohort table, I'm like, you guys, I live with a teacher, okay? Mm -hmm. And I, we have been married for 12 years and I'm still learning things that I'm like, how have I never heard this before? Yeah, and I felt so, the same way when I, when I did the training yeah. program as well, yeah. Yeah. Specifically yeah. like the Trinity. I mean, I just mind blown. I was yes. like, what? Is, what? Yes. What is happening? Right. Yeah, and, 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 and me too. Yes. Right? That, that's so like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fun part of it is that like, uh, whenever, I mean, like I've told this story before, but like, uh, I can remember we were working on a project and there was this moment where Jen said something and she said it so obviously. And I was like... I, think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. I don't want to bring it up again because yeah. it's like so shameful for me. <laughs> she said I it. I was there. Yeah, she said it and she, it was like, she said it so obviously. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I walked out of the room and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I have literally been teaching the opposite of this for years. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, wow, okay. I've, so like that task never ends, right? Right, right yeah. Like, and you talked about learning from one another. Uh, I, I think that uh, one of the fun things is... Uh, is like getting pressed on some of the things because I find that people that are really interested in theology, mm-hmm. which are typically people that are like listening to this kind of podcast, mm-hmm. sometimes the people around you are interested in other things mm-hmm. and that's okay. Uh, and so like, I know that there's probably a lot of folks that are listening to this. Like I want everybody to be as interested in this as I am. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming out of seminary or a class or something and I would tell Lauren like, I'm so excited about this. And she'd be like, yeah, but like, what is the real takeaway here? <laughs> like Lauren would keep me so honest because I read something I'd be like, wow, this blows my mind. And she'd be like, I think that just says exactly what Romans 5 says. I'm like, yeah, you're right, it does. And she was like, it just says it more fancy. And why don't you just say it more basic? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I probably should. Um, And so that's good. That's a good habit to be in. And Jen's always trying to keep us honest about Using multi-syllabic words, yeah. Yeah. Well, and Jeff and I, I, you know, neither Jeff nor I has formal theological training. And so I feel like in our instance we've we've pulled each other along like one of us mm-hmm. will discover something and mm-hmm. bring it to the other one and 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 also because Jeff has always done children's ministry he's always looking for the simplest way to communicate yeah. right, an idea yeah. and um, actually when we started when we were young marrieds we taught middle school Sunday school and Jeff had the boys it was awful <laughs> I wish you could see his face right now <laughs> and I had the girls and so he was basically herding cats and we were you know just trying they to were solving the, the mysteries of the universe right yeah it was like girls and the boys girls at that were, age were yeah. just, it was just yeah. completely different things they're like Oh, we had the sweetest time. And I'm like, oh, we threw donuts. Yeah, Yeah. no one died. Yeah, and and we would... And, and so then, like, I move on to teaching women, and he, he heads toward children. And I think both of us would say that that teaching seventh grade was one of those moments where you're like, oh, you never want to lose this skill mm-hmm. of trying to keep their attention and make things as simple as possible. But at the same time, we were searching for theological depth and, uh, and kind of, again, it's, this is, we're old, so this is before things were easily accessible, but we were so hungry for it. Um, that we just got it wherever we could. Like Jeff gave me the Burkhoff systematic theology for my 30th birthday. That mm. was my present. Nothing says love you like Burkhoff. So <laughs> that, that's so incredible. I love that. <laughs> but it really, it changed the trajectory of my, my teaching and everything. Our yeah. families thought I was the strangest person. Right? Like, like they're getting, you did what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was a sweet note too, right? I'm sure. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's a heart on the front page. Yeah, I'm not the sweet note kind of guy. No, we're not the sweet note people. Oh, you right. are. I am? You write sweet notes. 
Aww. I hate it when I have to write the kid's birthday card after Jen's already written it. I'm like, yeah, what mom said. Ditto. Love you. You just like, you like just trace your hand or yeah. something like that. Love dad. That's awesome. Um, and I think another way that it comes up just in our conversations, like helping lead worship, like it's really important to me that the songs that we're singing um, are theologically correct. Mm-hmm. And so I'm constantly evaluating songs and listening and hearing. And like, I, I think that's another way that we like interact is I hear something and I'm like, I, you know, maybe want to do this song or, um, and just kind of thinking through like, what are the like theological, like theological truths that are in this song or are there any? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had, and that's important. Like yesterday. So uh, the next question is like, what's, what's it like to deal with theological issues as a couple? Mm-hmm. Like how do you actually work through it together? So there's a song and uh, Lauren was kind of considering it and we're thinking about rolling out in our corporate worship services. And so she plays it for me and she's like, hey, could we talk through this real quick? And so we start talking through the song and the song had some kind of mixed metaphors in it, which unfortunately is not super uncommon for contemporary worship yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like, what is this song really saying, right? Yeah. And, so, and how do we explain that to the congregation? So they're not just singing words. They're actually trying to sing truths about who God is. Um, and so like trying to explain that, like what is the explanation going to be before going into the song so that this is not just words, but mm-hmm. but can really sink deep um, yeah. and, and be remembered as they go throughout their day. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, that's great. I, m- my experience is usually the opposite where I've sung a song in Kids Village and then mm. I come home and I go, huh, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't be singing this song. <laughs> and I've already been, you know, singing it for a month and it finally yeah. dawns on me that that's maybe not what we want to communicate. <laughs> yep. There was, I can remember a time in seminary. So again, part of our story is Macy was far more formed than I was at the early parts of our relationship and I required discipleship formation. We go to seminary and in seminary, you're getting this infusion of theological education where it feels like a, a steroid shot on one. It's just like you begin growing immediately overnight. And one of the things that I was really worried about was her growing resentful towards me because here we are. She's basically paying for my theological education because she's working. We don't have kids. Sugar mama. Right. And she was actually, she was a part of a Bible study Not called, a bad gig called the Sugar Mamas. Oh, right? for real? Yeah, for oh, real. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, All the wives putting their husbands through seminary. Okay. Yeah. Which which really made it a, like we graduated from seminary. Yeah. Right? Like it was a co-experience for sure. But I'll never forget when we think about how does this not go well? And Macy, I know you'll remember this story. I came home from my first uh, church history class and we were, we learned about a heresy called oh, yeah. Arianism, which we've yeah. talked about. And I basically <laughs> set a trap for my wife, which, which been, again, been there. So yeah. oh it's my so gosh, right. this is literally, <laughs> you're, I feel like you're reading my mail. Right. A theological jump scene. Well, right. And I basically, I basically said to her, I was like, so tell me what you think uh, Christology is. You know, oh I was like, was he fully God or fully man? And she and she answers a faithful answer, sure, but yes. it was technically. Yeah, you got her on a technicality. And I was like, and I literally said, that's heresy. Oh my! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Tears. It was and, and not I, a good night. It was. It was. If you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Disclaimer, never, ever, <laughs> never under any circumstances yeah. do that. No. But that, that, the reason I wanted to bring that up is, is to, to remind you, if you're listening to this, learning to do theology is hard. Yeah. And when you begin learning, you can really quickly get some prideful muscles yeah. and to show how what you've learned to show somebody else hasn't. And that happened to me. My wife was so kind and charitable, loving and considerate and, and, and worked with me through that process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's where it didn't go well. It's, it, sometimes a spouse might be learning, like their learning might be exceeding where the other spouse is. 
but in terms of their basic Christian instincts, those still aren't developed, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And so it required us figuring out how do we do theology together. Yeah, that's that's a really good way to say it. That mm, sometimes that theological engine. Um, it, I've talked about this with Calvinism a lot, and mm-hmm. the next episode we're doing we're doing on humble Calvinism. It's mm-hmm. a book that just came out with Jeff Metters, and I've been skimming through it. And uh, but a lot of times. Uh, really sound doctrine or strong theology. I've said it, it's like putting a Corvette engine in a golf cart. Right. Right. It's just like way too much power mm. for like the vessel. Mm-hmm. And so you, so somebody gives it, especially in seminary yep. it hap- or Bible colleges, it happens all the time, but it also happens in just internet culture now. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Twitter. yeah, you know, and we all know this, that like somebody gets out there and they read a couple of good books and it's like, great. I, those are great books to read. They take it and it's just like, it's been, it's a system that's not, like, they can't handle it. Yep. They don't have the character formation yet that's right. to be able to handle these things with charity and gentleness. And this kind of, I mean, I made the same kinds of mistakes. Like Lauren could give a laundry list of times where I would step in. And like, I remember there was a big talk that we, that I did on creation one time. And, um, like I, I'm not going to throw out my hot takes on creation just because I don't, I don't want, I don't I want those internet trolls. But, uh, but I, th- I threw out some hot takes on creation and afterwards Lauren was like, I don't really know that I like, agree with you on that. And I was like, oh, well, how could you not agree? Did you not hear everything I just said? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not and like essentially like tell, essentially dismissing to her, like there's a ton of people that hold to what I was denying. Right, mm-hmm. like tons of people who hold to that, and so it was just, but it was just dismissive and it was rude because I was 22 and a jerk, you know. Well, I still, I always remember when I was first started teaching and having a platform to teach, and Jeff pointed out to me one time, he was like, "Hey, listen, when you talk, people are listening to you. You have a an authoritative tone, and um, you you speak with a lot of authority, and so you better make sure that what you're saying is right." Mm. And I was like, oh, you know, but uh, so then I know, like, I've got this really great accountability piece now with Jeff, who's going to be watching me and helping me. And he's for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, but boy, I when you were the three of us are people who like saying it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. like hearing the room go silent when yeah. it's come out exactly the way that we wanted it to. And uh, I needed to know that it wasn't enough to just have a really good point. I needed to have the heart that went with it. And that somebody was going to watch me for that. That's really good. Well, and another thing I'd throw out is being charitable with each other. It, it, you know, if you're in a, you know, if you're married, you have a relationship like that. Because there's been seasons where I've felt intimidated, you know, because Jen's really in this. And right. you know, for whatever reason, I'm struggling to have any kind of spiritual discipline around what, you know, what am I doing? Where am I in the mm-hmm. word? What am I doing? You know, and mm-hmm. so um, you just got to press through those times don't feel shame from mm-hmm. that and just yeah. know that the you are two people right and the That's lord right. is working mm-hmm. with you differently and he's going to take certain seasons in, in different ways and so um you know press into that a little bit but but don't uh, but just don't feel shame around that if you're in a different place The CSB Life Council Bible provides biblical counsel and practical wisdom for pastors, ministry leaders, counselors, parents, couples, and any individual seeking practical wisdom through the application of God's Word. It includes more than 150 full-length articles on a wide range of topics and tough issues from respected Christian counselors and scholars. Visit csblifecouncilbible.com to get your copy today. Visit csblifecouncilbible.com to get your copy today.
Have you ever wondered what is God's heart towards you? In this noisy world, God's heart beats hard with love and mercy. But how can God share his heart with us when he doesn't have our attention? You're invited to spend 100 days discovering the beautiful, merciful heart of God with Overflowing Mercies, a new devotional by Craig Allen Cooper. The Lord is not ashamed of you or quick-tempered toward your faults. Each one of your weaknesses, faults, frailties, and failures does more to arouse God's love than to stir up His anger. If you could fathom in some small way how warmly God truly feels about you, the faintest grasp of His immeasurable affection would reduce you to tearful wonder and heartfelt gratitude. As God's mercies are new every single morning, overflowing mercies will continue to be a constant well of refreshing comfort, encouragement, and strength. It's perfect for personal quiet times, family and dinner table devotions, and small groups. Let this devotional help you get intentional, stay connected to God, and continue loving others. Order your copy of Overflowing Mercies, 100 Meditations on the Tender Heart of God today at moodypublishers.com or wherever great books are sold. What are some of the um, common biblical or theological truths that you return to in your home? Like they, they, they just seem to come up a lot, biblical theological truths that just show up. Chris, Christology mostly. Yeah. Oh, really? No. Oh, I was like, oh. wow, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> All right, the funny thing is, Jeff, I was like, you know, that's me a lot lately. <laughs> well, lately, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I guess in the training program curriculum, you guys just... Yeah, we just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Christology is a, it's just a mind-blown kind of moment. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. I think one that you have thought about a lot, and so it's it's a, in our conversations a lot, and it's kind of a way that I'm able to remind you and encourage you is union with Christ. And so, um, like, you've done a lot of study on union with Christ, and so it comes out a lot just in our conversation and the way that I can encourage you. So if you are, you know, struggling with something, I know that um, the way that I can ground and root you to remind you that like the things that you do are not as important as who you are in Christ. Um, I think that's one that, that we are often coming back to you um, in our home. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. What about you guys? I would probably say, um, and I'm not trying to put a Debbie Downer on this, but I would say it's uh, theological truths around suffering mm. and the hope that we yeah. have and yeah. Yeah. Um, reminding ourselves of what God says is coming, yeah. what he's promised us. Um, and also just in the midst of suffering or grief, uh, just being present with people. A couple years ago when we lived in Louisville, um, our, right before Easter, our, um, our church was going through the book of Job. Mm. And he, Job's friends do a lot of bad things that are not, you know, what not to do basically. But the first thing that they did is they showed up and they just sat with him yeah. and they were with him and they didn't say anything. And the power of presence mm. of the Holy Spirit, God's presence within us, yeah. and then also how we can be vessels of ministry and love and charity and grace to people when they just need someone sitting with them and they don't need anybody saying anything. Mm. Um, so I would say a lot, those are kind of the themes that we, we referenced a yeah. lot um, because there's a lot of hurting people. Yeah. In our own families or even just our neighbors or around us. And so yeah. somehow not, that seems to be a constant theme, even though, you know, yeah. everybody's hurting. So. I'm not a crier, but the one lecture that I always cried in was when JT would talk about sin and death. Yeah. And just because you, you would build out a theology of suffering in that lecture, you would start building out a theology of suffering in that lecture. And it just, yeah. No, I mean, and you guys have, you guys have walked it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've walked it. Um, what else? What else comes up? 
any other theological truths that you come to a lot? <laughs> Jeff and I are just staring at each other. <laughs> well, that's okay. Wow. Well, for you guys, you guys have been married so long. It's unspoken. You right. guys yeah, just look, you're looking across the table. It's like, melt. yes, yeah, it's that yeah. moment where. Well, I think some of it though is we've had uh, we have had a, a lot of different seasons of different topics, and Jeff. He 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 has to live through everything I teach or write before it makes it onto any other platform. He gets every version, all he nine does, and I, I'm like, I need to give you the yelling version. Yeah. I need to give you the the sad version. You know, I need to say it negatively so that when I teach it, I can teach it positively. Right. And so, I mean, it really, I would say it varies. I've, he's we've talked a ton about sanctification. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the things I've spent a lot of time thinking and writing about. And he helps me think and write about it in good in better ways than mm-hmm. I would if, if he weren't giving his input. But man, he hears all the rough, the rough pieces oh, before yeah. it gets it's out there. It's all good. Yeah, I wrote that one chat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. We, no. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be you, crazy if yeah. that was our hot take for this episode? Mm-hmm. He's my ghostwriter. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want that. I'm a computer programmer. <laughs> if, then, else. <laughs> That's all I can Why do. say in 30 words what you can say in two? That's right. Right. <laughs> uh, well, is there a book of the Bible that you end up coming back to uh, a lot in the life of your home? Back to conversation, faith, practice, just or uh, like, is there a book that you're like, man, if, if we're coming back to that book in our house, that's the book we're coming to. Okay, I'm going to put a little plug for the training program again, okay. as, if we haven't done that enough. Great. Um, I would say Psalms. Yeah. And the reason is, um, so in the training program, I think Mason King taught on this and he said, 30 to 40% of the Psalms is about, is lament and suffering. Mm. But the Psalms is really meant to be just prayers and to train us how to pray through yeah. all of life. And Psalms was written over a thousand years. Yeah. Hello? I didn't know that. And so there's a thousand years of emotion mm. and life mm. experience wrapped up in the Psalms. And so uh, no matter when life seems crazy or, you know, you don't have words to pray or um, to encourage someone who needs to be encouraged, my go-to is always the Psalms and, um, yeah, Psalms I agree. I, I was thinking Psalms for us also, but also for, I think for us dating back further than kind of the season of suffering we've been walking through is Philippians 2. Yeah. So that was the first uh, passage I ever memorized as a Christian. Mm. We had to memorize it for a mission trip that we went on together. And then that's just been something we go back to continually. Philippians chapter two, this life of Christ who, though he's in the form of God, didn't consider equality with God, but rather descended, took on the form of a servant, even to the point of crucifixion. So God would exalt him. So I don't know if I would say Philippians as a book, but Philippians two, one through 11 really is, is kind of a powerful passage. For Macy and I, that we—I mean, I proposed to you with that passage. Yeah, I wrote. I mean, we have that. We read it at our wedding. We read it at our wedding. We yeah. have it. Somebody when when we went through this past season put it on a really beautiful uh, 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 picture for us. Like they, they drew it out, kind of calligraphy, like hand lettered art, awesome. and it's in our bedroom. Yeah. So Philippians too, really I think also it's cool. Yeah, we. I would say Psalms for us as well. Like we have learned how to pray together through the Psalms really well, um, and. Yeah, it's just one that you can always go back to. And it's constantly reminding you of who God is. Mm-hmm. So you're not coming up with your own interpretation of who God is. You're able to look at the psalm to pray those truths about who God is mm-hmm. um, and remind one another of that um, and then and then pray from, from the psalms. Oh, de- definitely. I would say, I would go as far as to say that <clears throat> the difference between our ability to pray together before praying scripture and after praying scripture is drastic. Yeah. Mm. Like, mm. In some ways, I felt like we did not learn to pray together mm-hmm. until we learned to pray scripture together. Mm. Yeah. 
uh, because before that, I think, I mean, not that we didn't pray together and not that those times weren't significant. Right, right. Or that the Lord didn't hear us or that we weren't in unity. But yeah. in terms of sustainability, in yeah. terms of fervor, in terms of direction in prayer. Yeah, Because yeah. we would, you know, you just kind of feel, especially if you're praying at the end of the day, which oftentimes that, at least in our life, that's when it was. We were praying at the end of the day together. You know, you're just kind of tired. And like, we just felt like sometimes things were directionless, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Psalms kept us honest. Yeah. I and, have a question. I have a question for you, Kyle. Oh boy. So, well, but I mean, on that topic, uh-huh. did you just, what did you do to, to, to learn how to pray through the Psalms? Did you guys just open up for the listeners? Yeah. Do you just open up Psalms and, and start reading it? Yeah. And us and too. Me, I'm kind of asking for myself, but I'm also asking yeah, for Yeah. We read a book. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> The Psalms? No, <laughs> no, no well, Yeah, we did read that uh, book. Um, no, it's, it's like by, it pray. was by Don Whitney. How to pray Scripture? Oh yeah, yeah, it's oh, a great. Oh. Yes. So is this, is this where we say you're going to put that in the show notes? That's oh. it. You know, nailed it. Yeah, the show notes. Um, okay. One great. day. Yeah, I think they, I think they exist. Or, or, our, <laughs> yeah, or our Southern plug. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a professor at Southern. Yeah, he's a professor at Southern, and we love Southern Seminary. Yeah. Um, yes, but Don Whitney um, wrote this great. I mean, he's got a, gr- a lot of great books, but this is one. It's really short. It's really good, and really the title of the book is the is the thing. Um, yeah. And so we well, and once you once you read the like we read the book together but then we were able like and he doesn't just say how to pray the psalms he's talking about how to pray scripture the, as a whole. like scripture okay. yeah as a whole so you could look at you know any of those and mm-hmm. and really be able to do it but I think the this the book that we continue to come back to with that is psalms. Yeah. That and and I think a lot of times so I mean just to for the listeners real quick, the way that we do it is we open up to a psalm, typically a psalm that corresponds to the day. Like So like if it's the 17th, it's Psalm 17 or an interval of 30. So Psalm 17, Psalm 47. So That's you, hard for me to think about. So I just think like, like 7, 27, 37, yes, 47. Right, right, right. Something with the 7. There you go. And so, I'm with Lauren. And then this. we'll sit down and we just, we'll, uh, we read the whole thing so that we kind of have the, like, it kind of washes over us and we have the context, mm-hmm. right? That way we, we don't get caught up in something up here that like he's going to qualify later. So we don't, so we read the whole thing uh, out loud. And I think that's important to, yeah. to read it out loud. We read it out loud and slowly. And then we go back through and we just kind of read and pause kind of at, at different breaks. Uh, and we just, we just ask the Lord, like pray with whatever prompts, whatever, like, whatever the Psalm is prompting you to pray yeah. for. Got it. So like psalm- you might read a, a Psalm that's talking about like the oceans and maybe I think, Oh, mission like how could we pray for people that are overseas or just Mm -hmm. you know like it's Mm -hmm. just kind of whatever yeah or or the lord is you know the lord sits enthroned over the flood so we're talking about okay the flood is chaotic okay so like where is there chaos in our life and how can we ask the lord to give us an awareness of how he's in control of all things and that kind of stuff yeah yeah Yeah. try to focus on who god is what he's done and then respond Mm -hmm. right right is that the right way to do it jen uh, that sounds great. Okay, great. You guys just, are slaying it. Well, I just want to be uh, women of the word appropriate. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I was saying the same thing. I'm glad you asked. No, anytime we, like, anytime, J- I don't think people understand this. When when we're doing a Bible-heavy episodes, JT and I are looking at Jen the whole time. <laughs> Please help. It's, Please, it's, Please it's help. Constant. Jen, she it's studied turn. The, she, A, she's a better Bible reader than we are. B, she studied the passage way more intensely than we I was going to say, you're lazy. Have. You guys show up and you're like, what are we doing? Well, that's true. We're trying to take everything lazy, back to the lazy. Trinity. Yeah. So, 2 Samuel get, 8. Yeah, how can we get me, back to Let me talk about Trinitarianism for a second. Right. Yeah. I got a few thoughts on the deity of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you disagree? Really? Right. Exactly. <laughs> how long has everybody been married? Mm, uh, a, a little over eight years for us, for Lauren and Kyle. Almost 12 this summer. Oh. All right. Yeah. We're heading toward 26. Hey. 27. What? <laughs> right? 
I we got married in 28. No, no, no. We got married in 93. This is this this will be the year that ends in a six. So this is 26. Okay. Yeah, I'm it was so our 25th wedding anniversary oh, that's right. last summer. I, you know, it's just a blur. <laughs> it's all it, a happy romantic yeah. numbers are the same. Love happy. note filled blur, right? <laughs> and and it's just old brains. Mm-hmm. Old brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we is that the title of this episode now? Old, old brains. Old like brains. we and here's how on 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 Shared Valentine's Day, about a day before Valentine's Day, we usually text each other and we're like, "You're not you're not getting me anything, right?" No. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then we we move on from there. So, cuz you never know when the year might be that he just surprises you with lots of gifts. That yeah. would be yeah. No. That would be a disaster. Can I add a question no. to this? No. I want to add a question to this. Sure. I think we do should do it. But it's similar. What about what about not books of the Bible, but like other theologians or books that like come up regularly? I know yeah. we just talked about the, the reason I'm sure. asking is Don Whitney's book. Like, is there something else that like you got? I know, I know, Jen, you guys were there just There are talking. three. Oh, wow. Tell us. Women we go. of the word. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is great. Incredible. That's the gift. No, keep going. Keep going. We need to say all the titles. Come on. Um, oh, can you get them? Not, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to go in order, okay. so um, none like him yeah. in his image. Nailed it. You survived all three, hun. Yeah. I did. <laughs> um, he, he has a secret chapter in well, every we, single one of yeah, no. He does secret <laughs> Easter eggs. Um, we actually, we have a verse inscribed in our wedding rings that I think we've tried to live. And, and then it was something that the kids were brought into when, when they came along, but it's Psalm 34, 3, glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I'm crying on the podcast. It's okay. We Sorry. might cry also. I'm crying now too. And, and that's, I think that's what we've wanted. We've wanted to do this together, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. um, that, you guys know, there are a lot of people who don't get to do this together. Right. With yeah. spouse. Some people don't get married. Some people are married to an unbeliever or someone who lacks uh, any kind of interest in, in spiritual things. And so I think just to recognize, I think for us, we've seen the richness of this partnership mm-hmm. and this, um, I mean, it's a, um, it's a, we're, we're not just husband and wife. We're, we're brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ. And mm-hmm. we, um, yeah. so we've had 26 years of, Swapping Debatably. ideas and yeah, <laughs> roughly, yeah. roughly twenty six years could be could be twenty nine. Apparently, it feels longer to Jeff than it does to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, I mean, and it's not. I don't know that we've gone back to books over and over again. But um, and that, but that verse has been something mm-hmm. that we've wanted, mm-hmm. and and it's and it has turned like, like we we go on walks about three times a week, and it's uh, okay. I'm going to talk at you, or yeah. you know, and one of us talks at the other, and then mm-hmm. it goes. And I just think that's what I want. I want the walking together mm-hmm. because it's a it's not a given that you get mm-hmm. to enjoy that in this life. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good. Um, could we could we um, go around the table? I just want to hear what everybody's into right now. What are you into right now? Music, movie, podcast, books. Stuff, hobbies, what are you into? Or maybe this could be more fun. Uh-oh. What's your spouse into? Oh, oh. Uh. that's harder. Yeah. Oh, no, I know yours. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I got You do? Too. Yes. Jeff is I'm into scared. building models. Oh, oh. That's really cool. Like like planes? Uh, Aircraft the carrier. The USS, yes. USS Kitty Hawk right now. Wow. Hey. Wow. Okay, that's how many I, hours is one model going to take? Oh, I don't know. What? Like this is like a new thing. Like I did it as or? a kid. Like I did it as a kid, yeah. and as a kid, you wanted it to be over, so you didn't yeah. paint anything. Yes. Mm. There's glue everywhere, right? And then 
The glue uh, is half the fun, guys. Yeah. Mm. It smells like oranges now. It's new. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Wait, are you huffing this glue? <laughs> no, no, no. But, <laughs> but it just has incredible. a smell. If you're an innocent if you've done, If you've done plastic models, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Calvin and I uh-huh. would did a few models and I'm like okay we're doing this better than I did it was we're gonna spend so we got the paints out and we painted did it all but you know there were things we still cut some corners mm-hmm. and so we bought this model kind of at the time he was outgrowing that our lives got busy and it just sat in his closet maybe for six or seven years and Jen was working on something and I didn't want to watch TV and I'm like what could I do so I got this model down I went to Hobby Lobby and I bought all the paints and so I'm in there you know I sit at the kitchen table and I'm that's awesome it I looks really real cool. good that's great I, I love, love that you're yeah. doing real good with it that's awesome <laughs> I love that alright who else who else I'll, I'll go for Macy we've been in she's we've said this now 17 times she's in the training program mm-hmm. and the book that we put in this year I guess we put a chapter of the book in uh, Rankin Wilborn's Union oh, with yeah, Christ yeah, yeah. Uh, so Macy read that and then was like I need to get copies of this and give these out we're giving this away for halloween next year right so i mean it was just something that it's sitting on our our table at home and she's that's i think they've been a doctrine but also a book that has been something that's been on your mind a lot yeah lately. Love yeah it. Mm-hmm. love it what about jt what's jt into um working out thank you 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 um i love that because jt he comes on the podcast sometimes and when i've mentioned this he always shows the caveat like he's not a dude like a gym rat dude bro no oh that is so far from the thank truth you, thank you oh, thank so you far from we almost truth. just canceled our vacation tomorrow no no no, no. listen you, listen listen real? listen okay there are some people when they're super stressed need to cook a meal need to mow the yard need to whatever mm-hmm. okay read a book do a model airplane or uss aircraft something yeah. eat a big mac eat a big mac mm-hmm. go to starbucks drive in the country ride their horse okay right. jt's is workout uh-huh. and sweat yeah yep mm-hmm. yeah. so it's 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 like cathartic it's like a you know it's the way he he decompresses mm. i have to work out in order to be as strong as you are without working out <laughs> That is 100% true. It's not true. It's not true. You're lying. Um, I love that. I love that that was your answer. I wanted that to be your answer. (laughs) But I didn't plant that, just for the record. Uh, Lauren is super into the Enneagram right now. Yeah. Yeah. What number are you, Lauren? I see. This is complicated. Are you not supposed to self-type? I've heard about that. Well, no, you, yeah. you are I can, supposed to. I can, yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not supposed to tell other yeah, people. Oh, oh, okay. Let me like tell other people what I think they are. But um, I, I think that I am either a six wing seven, okay, or a nine. And what does and that mean? I can't mean? really. Basically, like six is like a loyal, like you're say, very she's loyal. A nicer human than either of us. No, she's a golden I, retriever. And I'm anxious. That- like I kind of. I can very easily like go into anxiety and and live there. And so, uh, well, I mean, for like seasons, I can go through like kind of like it's easy to spiral out. (laughs) Like, worst case scenario, I'm on to like, Mm. yeah, constantly. So, in another life, maybe you'd be a prepper. I don't know what that like is. Like a prepper for the she end of the... I just learned about what, what this is. was for me. I want to live in your world. But we had a whole conversation about it yesterday. yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. I well, still don't know what a prepper is. You guys don't have enough to do. Well, there, there was a... You're prepping I, I, for no, like... we talked about it because... Apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Katie. Katie. No, I'm not uh, One of the people on our training program, she, uh, she babysat for us a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. And we came in and she was watching a show on Netflix okay. on oh, yes. preppers mm-hmm. where yes. that you prep... I was like, I did too. I don't know what that was. And then they come in and they like... Grade you like how prepared how are you? Are. 
And then I was like, that sounds interesting. I'll watch it. So I've, I've watched it's that. fascinating. Now you're in. I don't no, think I'm I like, would <laughs> be good at that. But I, I am good at like, if we go on a plane, like I'm like I'm wiping down everything. everything. <laughs> it's more like health stuff. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I have a lot of anxiety and like worst case scenario about like health stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly living mm-hmm. in a world where I'm like, like flu clean. season is not a great season for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. uh, we don't go a lot of places, so yeah, kind, of, kind of become hermits. Kyle uh, goes through seasons of like of liking things and getting really mm. into stuff. True. And sometimes it's like cooking. Like there's a se- there was a season of cooking where it was like every night he wanted to like make something new, awesome, and that's kind of like the workout for JT. Like, he mm-hmm. to cook. Um, yeah, yeah. Except I don't burn calories; I consume them. <laughs> So the world needs both, friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but right now you're really into basketball. I am, and really, really into like, like the best like time playing of year for it that. or watching it. No, Wa- not, not playing. playing. No, no. Oh. <laughs> no. watching for sure. Um, but also shot. like everything that kind of has to do with basketball. So Kyle, I'm sure you've seen the shoes that Kyle is like constantly yes. wearing. Not today. these Nike uh, shoes. Yes, yes. And I, he yes. bought a new pair of Nike shoes. I did. So I feel like this is a season, and I'm hoping it ends soon. <laughs> every you, wow. every Pro- professional college, oh, or just yeah. in general? No, I, I I only watch professional. Okay, and oh. the reason for it, is, oh, don't do that. See, I, now what? this is an unpopular opinion, and in March Madness, I'm going to state it right now. Okay, oh, hang on, let it be known. Why would I wa- move away from Why you? would I watch twenty of? Uh, maybe with one of the best players in the world on the team play and 19 mediocre players you'll never hear from again. Well, I could watch the NBA. It's definitely 20 of the best because guys. Because in one, you're watching the for the, the love of the game and the other, you're watching for love of money. Oh, don't. Because uh, oh, the, the NCAA is such a you noble organization. <laughs> making no cash. You yeah. cannot serve both basketball and money. <laughs> well... Well, you have to tell that to <laughs> 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 No, but we've been watching like um, 30 for 30s. 30 for 30s. On, and yes. we've been a lot of college. Like, we've learned good a lot stories. about basketball. I knew yeah. nothing about basketball. Yeah. So. It's been fun. Yeah. It's been cool. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Jeff, what's Jen into? I mean, I don't. She's into sunsets. <laughs> <laughs> long watches, long so, walks on the beach. No, like we. Pina coladas. Like in the wintertime, we don't go on walks as often. One reason, because it's really cold. Right. But the other reason is the sun sets so early that we can't walk and see the sunset. We have we have the sunset walk where we walk mm-hmm. up the hill and we time it. We're always looking at, especially in the summer, and That's it's like so brutally hot. But it's like, right. oh, we, c- we can't leave too early or too late because right. we'll miss the mm-hmm. sunset. And I go into a buildup, like as we're approaching the crest of the hill. Like, it's going to be a good one, guys. It's going to oh. be so good. Oh, Do you yeah. have like a song that plays in the background no. while you walk? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just the bird song. I love mm-hmm. that. I love yeah. that. Wow, you are such a poet. You don't even you don't even mean it. It's just like it's <laughs> just it's a little obsessive. Like she'll stop down whatever's going on mm-hmm. if there's mm-hmm. a good sunset. Mm-hmm. I love that. I make know. the whole family go outside. Part of the problem is I'm not a morning person, so I have no idea what sunrise looks like. It may be equally spectacular, but I will never witness it unless I'm in California. <laughs> right. That's great. Okay. Well, listen, hey, listen, uh, Jeff, Macy, Lauren, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks or for y'all. Us. Thank y'all yeah, for joining us. It. Since we're in Texas. It's been fun. Uh, For more information, you can look into the show notes in the podcast description. We'd be honored for you to leave us a podcast review on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast. You can find us online at trainingthechurch.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching Knowing Faith. Um, On our next episode, we're going to be talking with Jeff Metters, the author of Humble Calvinism. um, And so that'll be a lot of fun. See you next time. Grace and peace.